Merry Christmas. A couple days early. <laughs> so, um, so glad to have you here. Kids, awesome to have you here. Super excited. Here's what I want you to do as we're kind of settling in uh, that, that, that phrase we just sang. Oh, come let us adore him is one of my favorite Christmas songs. A, because it's super simple. It just repeats three times. I can handle that. I can handle that. But here's what I want you to do. There's always this debate of what is the favorite, best, you know, just most world-renowned Christmas song. Uh, You can't say Mariah Carey, okay? So just turn to the person next to you and find out what their favorite Christmas song is. You have 30 seconds. Go. Favorite Christmas song. I mean, I guess you can say Mariah Carey if you want, but... All right, someone give me a couple answers real quick. Favorite Christmas song, just shout them out. Jingle Bell Rock. Yes, back there. I can't even say that. You must be Hawaiian. Okay. (laughs) Away in the manger. All right. Little drummer. Ooh, little drummer boy. A rumpa pump pum. Let's just okay. We could do that. That's a pretty good one. Uh, and we got it. We can probably have a great debate with all of those. And remember last week. And, and here's what I'm going to do. I want to teach for just a few quick minutes here, and then we're going to share communion all together tonight. So a little bit different. We're going to actually pass that and take it all together. We're going to sing a couple songs, and then we're going to go take off and invade Winter Haven as Elements City Church. It'll be a lot of fun. And I'm glad that you're here. If you don't have a jacket, uh, just take your neighbors. It'll be fine for them. Um, So here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to just pray, and then we'll kind of jump back into where we ended last week. So would you just pray with me as we get started? So Father, we thank you for this Christmas. We thank you for the Christmas season, but we thank you for this Christmas. We thank you that we get to lean back into the light of Christmas, and we ask that you would just, in this short time, in this quick couple passages, would you allow us to experience and maybe be refreshed tonight? in a way that allows us to hear from you. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, come, oh, come, let us adore him. The reason I love that song is because it's all about this adoring nature of how you have to have admiration. And listen, we said this last week. The light of Christmas, in order to to truly marvel at the Savior, to marvel at all of what God did at Christmas, you've got to, to, to create margin in your schedule. That you cannot... You cannot marvel at something in a hurry, can you? You have, to, you have to actually take time, and that's kind of what that song gets to. Oh, come let us adore him. Isn't it just like, oh, that's nice, and then just move on. Which so much is what drives Christmas season. How many of you are suffering from that? Just warp speed at the Christmas season. Man, I am. And yet, in these just short moments, I just want to tap back into this Christmas story. Remember last week, we looked at Isaiah chapter 9, and we said this light would show up, right? And Isaiah, as a prophet, was a mouthpiece to the people of God at that moment. And what they would say is sometimes what he would be saying is, was stuff that was happening right then. And sometimes, as a prophet, he was speaking into the future of something that would come. 
In Isaiah chapter 9, if you look back at that, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, here's what it says. Remember, we read this last week. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. He's speaking prophetically into the future. Hundreds of years later to what the birth, what most theologians would say, that's the birth of Christ. He is the light of Christmas. It's not just a good moral thought. It's not just a nice, happy feeling. It's not just a joyous tone uh, that we have. No, he's speaking about a person. The light of Christmas is Jesus. And the prophet is speaking in those moments, and he's saying, a light has dawned. It wasn't, it wasn't light that would be discovered one day. It wasn't something that was initiated by people. It wasn't something that was kindled or ignited by someone in that moment. It was something that would come and that God would deliver that. Mankind wouldn't make it up. And that's the beauty of Christmas, is that a people walking in darkness, is what Isaiah would say back then and what Isaiah would say even now, is that humanity walking in darkness needed a light to come on. How many of you recognize when lights come on, things change, right? Darkness flees. We talked about that last week. When a light switch comes on, kids, how many of you don't like getting up for school? Yes, that's almost all of you. When your parent comes in, right, and they turn the light switch on, what do you typically do? Dive back under the covers, right? That's what you do. Why? Because you want the darkness in that moment. You don't want the light because light changes everything, doesn't it? And the same is true when it comes to Christmas. And looking at this light of Christmas, the light turns on in this moment. And I want us to see this story. So if you have your Bible, so if you have your smartphone, you can go to YouVersion, kind of follow along notes there. This is the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2. And I want to read bits and pieces of this and, and a couple other places where the scripture speaks of this light and draw a simple conclusion from it. Last week was all about marveling in the light of Christmas. This week is about manifesting that light once you begin to marvel in it. Here's what happens to these shepherds, right? You remember the story. Verse uh, 9, it says this, And though there were shepherds uh, out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. They were freaked out. Anyone have an angel ever show up? I haven't had that yet. I'm pretty sure I would be terrified if that actually really did happen. They were terrified. I love the angel's first words to them. Don't freak out. I just love that. If you read through the scriptures, every time an angel shows up, that's usually their first statement. Don't freak out. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Not some of the people. Not a few of the people. Not some of these people, but not these people, but for all of the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find the baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. It's a dark night. Shepherds are out in their fields. Do you know who shepherds were back then in the first century? They weren't the social elite. They weren't people walking the red carpets and getting the VIP treatment. They were more than likely thieves and robbers. They were the castaways of the society. Don't you love the fact that we serve a God who shows up for those that everyone else thinks aren't worth noticing? 
And God picked them to be the first deliverers of good news. Why? Because God loves to surprise people. Grace is surprising because none of us deserve it. And yet we get invited and included into it. So these shepherds are out and people would normally pass them by and notoriously leave them out of all conversations. Yet God says, you'll be the first to hear. You'll be the first to know. And so these angels give this message. And what happens in that moment? They're marveling at the light that has shown up for them. And then they make a simple statement. They say, let's go check this out. Right? That's what happens. Verse 15, they actually go into the town to check this out. And then in verse 17, this amazing thing happens. If you have a pen, underline this. This is the key to the whole passage. Here's what it says. They hurried off. They found Mary. Verse 16, verse 17. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning him. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning him. What they experienced... They began to express. Here's the point. When we have a Jesus experience, the Jesus experience will begin to find a Jesus expression within our lives. That's the point. The whole point of Christmas is not so that we just marvel at Jesus and all of who he is and all of what he does, but it's so that we're filled up with something to go do something with that. Right? That's what we're getting ready to do as we make our move to Catalina, as we make our move to Midtown uh, of this city. There's a people living in a darkness that a light has dawned, and there is a hope available that maybe they don't even know exists. And what they need to know is that that is a light and a hope that's discoverable. It's not something they have to initiate or ignite or kindle within themselves, but it's a light that's available. And it's people like us who say, I've seen that light. I've experienced that light. And now I'm going to go express what I've experienced. See, what you experience, you will express. How many of you have an iPhone? Raise your hand. How many of you enjoy your iPhone? How many of you have told at least one other person about your iPhone and how much you enjoy it, right? What you experience... You will express. How many of you have taken a fun vacation before? How many of you enjoyed that vacation? How many of you have told someone else about that vacation? What you experience, you will express. How many of you have had a really good meal somewhere? Come on, come on, really good meal somewhere. How many of you have told someone about that really good meal somewhere? See, listen, what you experience, you will express. Do you hear with us? What you experience, you will express. And when you have a Jesus experience, friends, it must begin to find an expression outward to the people around you. That's the beauty of Christmas. The light of Christmas is not just something to marvel at. It's to be changed by and begin to manifest out in the way we live, in the way we tell. See, Jesus said some things like this over in Matthew Matthew chapter 5, this Sermon on the Mount, his favorite sermon, probably a sermon he taught a lot of times. Here's what he said. Verse 14 through 16, he says this, or 16 through 18. You are the light of the world. Who's he talking to? A bunch of spiritual zeros, really. 
He's talking to people who don't have it all together, but who are hanging out with him. And he says, you're, you're the light of the world. Other times you'll see Jesus refer to himself as the light of the world. He says, you're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do you people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, listen, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light shine. What you experience, maybe what Jesus is saying, I want it to find expression. When you experience my grace, my hope, my love, I want it to find expression out so that other people get to see it and other people get to experience that as well. We don't just marvel at the light of Christmas. We are meant to manifest that light of Christmas out for other people to see. It's good news. It wasn't a self-help plan that God gave. It was a Savior that was born. And that's good news. That's for all people. Just think about this. Marvel at God's brilliance. Marvel at His grace and His forgiveness. Just listen to this list. His presence and His attention to you. His comfort and His coaching. His discipline and His correction. That's for your good. His heart for you. His mercy toward you. His wisdom to you. His insight about us and about you. His embrace of us. His truth and affection and rescue and pursuit and healing and help and love. All of that and so much more is ours to experience over and over. And friends, what you experience, you will express. And so allow your experience this Christmas of the light of Christmas, of Jesus and all of who he is to give a fresh experience for you that begins to find expression. It's kind of like show and tell. How many of you ever went to show, had show and tell in school, right? And show and tell was awesome because you got to bring something to school that you never really did, right? Typically, it was something that was given to you. Maybe it was their favorite Christmas present. Maybe it was something from your aunt far away. I don't know what it was for you. But you would bring it, and then you would stand up in front of the class, and you would say, here it is. And then you would tell about it, right? Hence, show, and tell. Okay, y'all are catching on how this works. Show and tell, right? You show what's happened, and you tell about it. What we experience, we will express. Isn't that what the shepherds did? They went and saw, and then they began to tell about it. They began to have this own spiritual show and tell, in a way, if you will of this notion of, I got to experience something. I got included on the A-list. I've never been on an A-list in my life. And they got included. And it's in that moment, they begin to say, we've got to go check this out. And they go and check it out, and it changes them. And then what? They begin to tell other people about it. Let your light shine, that people might see your good deeds. And praise who? You? No. Praise your Father in heaven. It's about our life as believers and followers of Jesus. And maybe you're here and you're just here for Christmas and you came to church. And I think it's super awesome that you're here. Welcome. And I hope that you can find a fit. And we're kind of hanging out as one big family tonight. And we've got all the kids with us. And it's awesome. And it's super cool. We're going to have a great time in just a few minutes. But I want to encourage you to lean in this Christmas to the light of Christmas. That it's not just a good thought or a nice moral belief 
that it's a person of Jesus. And that's who God provided in that moment. Not just a self-help plan where we have to figure it out on our own, but no, today in the town of Bethlehem, a Savior has been born. And He is Christ the Lord. He's for you. And this is good news for all people. And you will find Him. And as you find Him, you'll experience Him. And as you experience Him, may your life begin to express Him. Go back to what the shepherds experienced that night. Verse 17, we read this. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning him. When you experience what you experience, you will express. It will find a way of showing and telling in your life, in how you live, what you speak about. Friends, this Christmas, and as we move into 2014, as we move into the new chapter, the adventure God has for us at Element City Church in the heart of our city, may our lives show about Jesus and tell about Jesus in everything we do. Verse 20 says this, The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all these things they had heard and seen. They were just as they had been told. Not only were they expressing to people, but they were expressing to God their Father. They were worshiping. Remember Peter and John in Acts chapter 4? They're called before uh, the Sanhedrin there before the, the political officials and the leaders of the city and they were beaten. They were told, don't speak about the name of Jesus, right? And what was their simple response? Well, you judge for yourself whether we should listen to God or to you, but we can't help speaking about what we have seen and what we have heard. We can't help talking about it. What we experience, we will express. Let the light of Christmas, let yourself marvel in it again, and then let it find expression and manifest out in the way that you speak, in the way that you tell, in the way that you show with your life and with your living. That is what Christmas is about. That's the opportunity we have before us this year and this adventure we have before us as we make our way to Catalina and to the heart of our city. Join us on that adventure. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to move on in our service. And I'm going to ask our worship team to kind of come back up here. And, and we've got a few that are going to serve communion around. And, and so you can stay right where you're at. And typically we have it in stations where people can move to communion, take that as you want. But here's what I'm going to invite you to do tonight. I'm going to invite you just to, as that comes around, just to take the cup and to take the bread. Remember, this is, is symbolic. It's symbolism. Jesus said, this is my body that's given for you. It's broken. That our brokenness. See, the, the beauty of Christmas, if you were to put the understanding of it, is Christmas was the delivery of God's son, right? But we know Easter's coming. And that Jesus came not just as an adorable baby, but he had a mission to live. And a mission, a rescue mission for you and I. That Christmas is about this reality that God illuminates the reality of what we get to experience, that life with God is now available through his son, Jesus. That it's Jesus showing up to eliminate the curse and the power of sin in our lives. That he's coming to, to renovate our hearts, that we might become more and more who God is calling us to be. And so as we take communion, as they begin to pass that, as you hold the bread and as you hold the cup, as, just take a moment this Christmas. This is part of that marveling where you just create a little bit of space and say, God, I just want to pause here 
And I just want to say thank you. And so as you hold that, just hold on to it. We'll take it all together. But you have a prayer time as the band plays. Just you and God of praying, God, thank you that I get to marvel this Christmas at who you are and what you mean to me. Take a moment and marvel in that.